0: Before we begin so just uh, just a couple of announcements that i have as always i want to remind everybody about uh, our website over at www dot org at st james um dot org where you can find all these videos and all these announcements and all these um, in uh, the live stream and stuff like that, and of course links over to our Facebook page. We're going to be continuing to grow on that as you know, we kind of threw that together at the start of the at the start of the pandemic. Um, so so there's not a whole lot of information up there yet, with the exception of the live video uh, and just some general information about the church. So we hope to continue to grow and expand on that. And as a church body, uh, I'd like to kind of get some input from you guys as to far as, far as what you would like to see on the on the website for those of you who are using it. And I do notice there's a lot of people using it, and I hope we continue to get more people to come in and take a look at it and see what all is going on there. But as a church body, I'd like to kind of know get get your feedback on what what you want that website to look like as we go forward, uh, as things kind of come back to normal. Some tools and, and stuff over there that would be helpful for you uh, to um, you know to, to help you understand what's going on at the church and, and different things like that. So uh, if you would just send me your feedback, you can either send your uh, your your emails over to Marianne and she'll give them to me, uh, and also. Uh, you can also send them directly to me if you like at Kevin Almond at Outlook um, So one more, one more. I got to actually two more things, Steve. I won't take up too much well, you of your time, but take but, all the time you want. <laughs> but uh, but kind of one other thing is there is not not really church related, uh, but it is it's kind of more community related than it is church related. So uh, as many as you know, uh, many of you know that uh, graduation, Lawrence District fifty five High School graduation is this week on June fourth. If you haven't already heard about when that's happening, it'll be on June 4th at 10 a.m., and the reason why I'm telling you about that is because I am the one that uh, that live streams that event as well, so I want to encourage everybody to support the seniors of Lawrence County, of Lawrence District 55 High School, and you can watch the commencement exercises over at almondphotovideo.com forward slash graduation, that's A-L-L-M-O-N-D P-H-O-T-O-V-I-D-E. Oh, I think I spelled that right. Dot com forward slash graduation. So you'll be able to see that live stream of that event. So it'd be kind of cool to uh, to support the seniors. They kind of had a weird year. <laughs> so and I was along one of those. Of course, I was college graduation, but uh, but we all kind of have a, had a weird year for anybody who was graduating in in the class of 2020. So the last thing I'd like to uh, mention, um, and I'm going to try not to get emotional or political here, and, and Steve, I, you may even want to, you may even talk about this um, but there's a lot of uh, weird stuff happening uh, in the world that's taken place over the course of this past week, um, and the only thing I can say about that is, the only thing I really want to say about that is just encourage everyone to to remain Christian uh, we are we are all children of God uh, and this is uh, more more time than ever to get out get down on our knees and, and pray and thank God and, and and worship God and ask God. For help and, and guidance through all these issues that are going on in our in our world today, um, you know, it, it was it was an awful scene for what happened. Uh, what happened should not have happened. But returning violence with violence only spreads more violence, and that's paraphrasing from the late great Dr. Martin Luther King. So. Um, so, so just remember that just as you see these things happening on TV. Just, just know that God's in control, and, uh, and he's going to do what needs to be done for these types of situations. So that's all I got, Steve. I appreciate the time there.
1: Thank you, Kevin. We greatly appreciate it. As I look out here in the class, I know you're not here, but I see you. I know the tables are how they're set up, and I know who sits where. So I'm going to be paying attention to you if you're listening because I know where you sit. That's how this virtual reality stuff works. Uh, Announcements. Uh, Just want to remind, I talked to Anna Faye the other day, and we just need to remember that last Monday was her birthday. I'm not going to tell you how young she is, but last Monday was her birthday. And uh, yesterday was Jennifer and Alan's 22nd wedding anniversary, so congratulations to all of you. Now, last Thursday evening, we had a presentation right here in the Family Life Center by Jim Arant from a Greenwood district, and he talked about our Renew Restart Guidelines for reopening the church. So Sunday, as shown in the sign out front, uh, 14 June, we will reopen our church right here in the Family Life Center, and there'll be plenty of social distancing, masks will be available, and hand sanitizer for those who need them. Now, this next Thursday, 4 June, at 6.30 p.m., right here in the Family Life Center, we're going to be having a special church council meeting to put to paper for all those to see the specific guidelines. All board members are encouraged to be here and participate. Now, usually this time in our Sunday school class, and I'm talking to you Sunday school people, but everybody else that's visiting with us, You know, usually in our Sunday school class, if we have a special announcement or information to pass out, we'd either pass out this information to you where you're all seated or place it on the back table and you all pick it up after class. But with our virtual classes, we have to do something a little different. So since we're unable to attend some of you last Thursday, maybe this Thursday, and really there are quite a few who have no internet access and have no idea what's going on. So as your Sunday school teacher, like I've always done, and your lay leader, I'm going to send you a copy of the basic checklist that was provided by the conference uh, to help in helping the church reopen. So you can see what the board's going to be using when they meet this week uh, for the specific guidelines for St. James. So I'm going to put them in the mail tomorrow, right here at the post office in Lawrence, mail them to you. So first thing Monday morning. Um any other special announcements we have? John, you have anything special you'd like to say? Okay. Prayer request for today. Uh, I'm, I hope the, uh, of course, we're in a bigger building and the air conditioner just came on, so hopefully you can all hear us. If I need to talk louder, Kevin, let me know. Oh, good. Our prayer request we want to keep all those people all over the country involved in this mess in our prayers, but especially with our church people today. Uh, Janet Kennedy asks that we continue to keep Felix in our prayers as he completes his rehab. And I want to share a couple personal things. Uh, Yesterday, my wife and I, Luann, we had the opportunity to be with Janet and Harold and uh, Paul and Turk and uh, uh, Judy. We all went up and saw Felix. We were invited because... We're watching Felix's dog, Perky. That's his name, Perky. little shih tzu dog. And uh, Janet wanted Felix to see him. So it was a a moving experience. And we appreciate Janet inviting us. And we know that Perky the dog enjoyed seeing his dad again. Uh, Just keep, definitely keep Felix in a prayer. He's doing good. He's in a wheelchair, has a boot on his foot. Prior to going home, Luann and I and Perky... We stopped to give our prayers and concerns and met with Johnny and Brenda. You know, Johnny's not doing very well. He doesn't have a lot of energy. He's pretty weak and doesn't seem to have an appetite. But Brenda said that he did eat some pinto beans and drank some water. He's not in the best of health. So next week they're going to see the doctor and see what some of the things they might be able to do to help him. So... As our class members and as we always do, let's keep Johnny, Brenda, Mark, Maggie in our prayers for this week. Anybody else think of anything special? If not, let's open up our classes we always do with a word of prayer. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for our many blessings and the gift of grace that you have given us. Be with all of our Sunday school teachers and class members Unable to be here in person today, we thank you on this Pentecost Sunday for sending us the Holy Spirit. We continue to ask that you help us keep the door open and allow the Holy Spirit to teach and guide us each and every day. On the good days and the bad days, in times of celebration and in times of trouble, be with our sick church members, especially Felix and Johnny and their families, we know Jesus is our great healer, and they are in his hands. And we say this in Jesus' name and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, today's lesson, I think Kevin's going to, if he was able to get the picture working. Yeah, it's right there. Today, it's funny, i, I got to turn my head sideways see the picture up here on the screen, but I still have my flip chart. Today's lessons uh, lesson 14. Uh, and the title of the lesson The Holy Spirit Inspires Jesus Followers. And as you'll see on the screen, our focal packet, our focal passage is from Acts chapter 2. Now, before we start this, I wanna I was called last week and asked if we have a new Sunday school material for this summer. As of now, I talked to Don the other day. As as of now, it appears Cokesbury is not going to be sending our material because we haven't been up to full speed and I don't think they have either. So each week I'm going to give you uh, some basic subject matter and scriptures that we'll be covering for the next week. Um, Kevin, do you still have that over there? Yes. Okay. I'm going to I'll need that sheet in a minute at the end so I can tell everybody what next week's scripture is going to be. I'm sorry. Well, since I got it right now, I'm going to tell you what next next week's scripture is going to be about, and it's going to be uh, from Deuteronomy. We're going to be studying Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 1 through 20, with our focal passages being Deuteronomy 8, verses 1 through 10, and we're going to be talking about living as God's people. So next week's Deuteronomy 8, 1 through 20. Now... For you people that uh, get the advertiser, I don't mean the advertiser, I mean the advocate. Advertiser's from Lawrence County. The advocate's from the Connectional Ministries here at the church. If you take a look at the last page, which isn't the back page, but on the month of June, it's page 23, you'll see that we have the uh, various... Bible lessons all laid out there for us with the Scripture. So, uh, take a look at your advocate and you'll see what we'll be talking about next week. Um, now, over the past couple of weeks, let me get my thoughts back together here and look at our chart. Over the past few weeks in this unit, we've looked at examples of God's grace. Back in the Gospel of John, Jesus told his disciples something that fulfills a specific promise he made and reinforces what today's lesson's about. So let's turn in our Bibles to John 14. Let me get my Bible here off the stage. I'm up against the stage for you people that know what this building looks like. We're going to turn to John 14, and I'm going to read from a couple verses starting at 19 to 22. John fourteen, nineteen to 22 And these are Jesus' words. A little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me, because I live, you will live also. On that day you will know that I am my Father, and you in me, and I in you. <clears throat> he who has my commandments and keeps them it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Goes on to say in 22, Judas, not Judas Icarius, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? And Jesus goes on to say in verse 25, These things I have spoken to you while. Being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you your remembrance all things that I have said. You know, Jesus, as we study Scripture, we see that Jesus has been with his disciples each and every day during his earthly ministry. Did they understand everything Jesus was teaching them as, they, as he taught and went around? Probably not. Uh, we know that Scripture records that they always didn't understand what he f- said at first. Today we have the privilege of rereading or reading the written word. Yet many times we may not understand what is written. I know myself many times I have to reread scriptures over and over to really understand what the word is saying and quite a few times I'll read it and a month later I'll read it and it means something different. We know that as we look back and kind of put ourselves in that situation that was happening during that time, if we look back on that dreadful day that Jesus was crucified, he died right there on the cross. And they buried him, and he was gone. He was out of the presence of the disciples. Disciples, like many others, they were horrified. They were scared. What were they going to do? He was gone. And of course, we know quite a few of them hid and did other things. I've shared this before with you, but I wanted to share it again because when I was studying this le- lesson, it reminded me, this Scripture and the lesson material reminds me of one of my grandmother's, on my mother's side. Her name was Alice. Uh, that was my mother's mother. During the funeral, my grandfather, that was her second husband, Herb. I remember her saying during the finishing words at the funeral, and she said, "What am I going to do?" You know, she was broken-hearted that her husband, soulmate, was gone. Uh, but those words have always stayed with me these past few years and when I read this scripture and this lesson and other times I remember those words and I realize how important it is, at least for me, when I study scripture because I know the answer is right here in the scriptures. Uh, you know at the time of that funeral, I, I didn't know what to say. I was a young man in my 20s, teens. Uh, I know now I wish I'd had the, wish I'd wish I had would have known the answer because the answer is right here in this Bible I got in front of me. I'll show it to you, but you can't see it, but I know you've got many of you have your Bible. Uh, the words are right here and the words are from Jesus. We know that the gospel. Writers, when we read the Gospels, all four of them, and we believe and we know that Jesus rose from the dead. And when he rose from the dead, he came back and met Mary and the others. And he visited with the disciples for a few more weeks. And he taught them many more things. But I want to read to you part a little bit before our written scripture today, even though it starts in chapter 2. Let's turn to Acts chapter 1. And I want to look at uh, Acts 1 verses 4 through 8. I'm going to read what my Bible says. Now I'm reading from my New King James Version. It says uh, Acts 1 verse 4. And being assembled together with them, he, we're talking about Jesus, commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons, which the Father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the world, or end of the earth, excuse me. Now here Jesus again I'm going to read what happens next because in verse 9 now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they were looking steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand amazing? Why do you stand gazing up into the heaven? The same Jesus who was taken up from you into the heaven will so soon come in like manner as you saw him Go into heaven. Now, here Jesus was with the disciples, and now he's gone again. He's not there in person. Now, we know that Jesus will come again someday. When? God only knows, like Jesus said. But Jesus gave his disciples the promise that he would send the Holy Spirit to be with them. Now, today in Acts, we know that God was faithful to his promise to spread his word through Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and other regions. Because as you look at our church today, uh, we're all over the world. I mean, we're everywhere. Yet many in our town still don't know Jesus. Right here in Lawrence City, Clinton City, Lawrence County, many, even right here in our neighborhood, really don't know Jesus. And it's our responsibility as Christians and disciples of Christ to continue to welcome people into our church doors, spread the word virtually like we're doing right now and soon to be face-to-face telling others how Jesus through the cross has really transformed each of our individual lives and continues to bless us each day. We're so blessed to have this opportunity. Think of all the great witnesses that have gone before us before we even before I even came to this church, people would help uh, build this building. It's a wonderful place. Now this power that f- was foretold by Jesus is really what happened today in today's lesson. I know later, I haven't talked to Pastor John, but I know later Pastor John's going to give us more words uh, on his Pentecost uh, Sunday reading from the, uh, his sermon in the Bible. Now I want to encourage you all, just including myself, to, if you have time later today or this week, go ahead and read all of chapter 1 and 2, but because of our limited time, we're just going to read a few verses from today's scripture, and I'm going to read uh, starting at Acts 2, verse 1. I'm going to try to stick right to what scripture says and how the lesson brings out what scripture says. We know that starting at Acts 2 verse 1, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak With other tongues as a spirit gave them utterances. Now we know that as we read on that the disciples obeyed Jesus, they went and they waited in Jerusalem just like he directed them. And these people were amazed at the power of the Holy Spirit. These disciples were able to speak. But how could this be? Well, How could this disciple speak in different languages from all the devouted nations and men that had come to Jerusalem at that time? Well we know it was through the power of the Holy Spirit. And we see that as we continue on when Peter steps forward and tells the crowd in verse 14 he tells the crowd about the power they had all just witnessed. Now I want to stop here for a second. and Let's take a look at Peter. From um, what I've learned, and from my perspective, uh, how, could, how could Peter be up there preaching? If you look back, you think about how did Peter, Peter get started? Who was Peter? Well, to some, he was just a fisherman, uh, he was a fisherman in Galilee. We know that in Matthew four eighteen nineteen, 19, Jesus was walking into Galilee and he met Peter and his brother. And Peter and Jesus said to just Peter and his brother, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. And we know from reading our scripture that Peter, as he stayed with Jesus and followed him, he was kind of hard-headed, like some of us, and slow to understand what Jesus said. We know the story about Peter denying Jesus three times prior to Jesus' crucifixion. And after death, as it was recorded in Luke, I think it's Luke chapter 21, when uh, Jesus uh, went by the sea to have breakfast with him, uh, just prior to that, Peter went back to fishing because Jesus had gone. But Jesus met him at, at the site of the shore and cook breakfast for him, And at that time, really, Jesus told Peter, if you look at Luke 21, Jesus told Peter to feed my lambs, tend my sheep, feed my sheep, and just follow me. And right there is where Jesus really put Peter on that path to become a leader of the early church. And that's pretty much how the, this is really the beginning of the church, Pentecost, um, and as re- as it is recorded in the scripture, you know Peter spoke with authority, he spoke with passion, and he spoke with power and that power came that was spiritual power, and that spiritual power came from the Holy Spirit and the amazing power of the Holy Spirit had been promised before centuries earlier by Joel and if you read um, What has said, and we have time for this, I think, Kevin, we're still doing okay. I don't want to run too late here. But if we take a look at Acts 14, listen to what Peter said. uh, Acts 2, verse 14. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. For these are not drunk, as you suppose, since it's only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And this is, this is taken from Joel chapter 2. He's actually repeating what's recorded in Joel chapter 2, verses 28 to 32. And it shall come to pass in the last day, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men so shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know, this lesson emphasizes when you, for you that had your book, it emphasizes the power of the Holy Spirit. And I put on the chart here. Sorry, I didn't put it on the screen. Uh, But, you know, the Holy Spirit offers us a new life. It offers us new hope, new power, and a new relationship with God. Now, I want to continue on, skip down to verse 36 to 3741. Peter goes on and says, Therefore, let all the house of Israel know, assuredly, that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when they had heard all of this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? What shall we do? You know, these individuals, what he had just preached has led them to kind of re-examine their lives. And recognize their need for Christ's salvation. And Peter tells them, just like Joe had said, that whoever calls in the name of the Lord will be saved. And Peter goes on to say, Then Peter said to them in verse 38 Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children. And to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. Today we can all expect the same blessings if we bring our sin before God. As the lesson shows, and many times in the past year when I've been at the jail, I've talked to some of the men and explained to them that God's forgiveness can free them from the bondage of their sins of the past. And the presence of the Holy Spirit Gives each of us the power to persevere through hard times. Now, the disciples said, What am I going to do? Jesus is gone. My grandma and other widows have said, What am I going to do? My husband's gone. You know, the inmate may say, What am I going to do? I'm going to jail. I'm in jail. How am I going to survive? My life's a mess. I'm going to lose my job. I might lose my family. What am I going to do? It says right here in Scripture, this is the answer. The answer is right here in these verses and all the other verses and all the stories. It's right here. And it shall come to pass, as written, that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let us pray. Oh, God, who sent the Spirit, send your power and grace on us today that we may speak of your love to our world. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Again, we want to thank you all for being here today. As I mentioned earlier, uh, next week's lesson is in the back of uh, uh, The Advocate. If you don't have The Advocate, again, we're going to be studying Deuteronomy. Chapter 8, verses 1 through 20. you got time now to go get you another cup of coffee and make sure you come back and join Pastor John as he gives us his message on the Pentecost, this Pentecost Sunday. Bless you all, and keep Felix and Johnny in our prayers. Have a good week. Amen.